Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season 3, Episode 19. And we're presented by Primo X Hockey and DraftKings. And we are part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Kat Hunter. And unlike Valley Sports, we're actually consistent with our streaming and getting stuff out to you guys. So. Welcome back to the Searchcast. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, there you go. So we're back. We're back once again. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I feel bad for Mike and Sherp because you know they're probably getting messaged oh, like crazy gosh. about that. To it's have Mike is something out about it. It yeah. is not, it's, and it's not on them. Obviously, they have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, of course, we're all disappointed. We can't see the boys, but we also can't hear our favorite broadcasters talk about the game. Unless you're, unless you're on the, unless so you're on the Hurricanes app. And I mean, a lot of us had to try to find some sort of feed. Yeah, and it was if you had to resort to the Rangers feed, it's just interesting. Yeah, and, and it's not even the ball. It's not even like the crew behind the scenes in the truck for Mike and Trip. It's not. It's not really any of the like people who are actually at the games taking care of it. It's just. Bally as a whole was having issues because like Monday we Monday trying to get the Flyers game was very tough to do. And also the Rangers game last night. So it's just like, it's one of those things where you can't really say anything to Mike and Tripp or even just like Kane's. Kane's, I feel so bad for the Kane's Bally account on Twitter because you know that thing got blown to up. To have an automated response for replies. Well, that, that was well, that was not- that was the desk help. That was the desk help. That wasn't that wasn't Kane's Bally, but yeah, that's just oh, okay. Yeah. It, that that's just, that's just tough, and it's like it's not even the guys that are working there. It's just it's a whole interesting situation in general trying to figure that out. But oh yeah, it's I mean, so, it, it's it's unfortunate to have to resort to other means, and it like that that's all I'll call it <laughs> to have to resort it, to other means to watch games. Why is this still a thing? It's 2023, and we're still dealing with blackouts. I understand there's TV rights and and all this other stuff, but like. Regional blackouts are the stupidest thing in the world. Like point point blank. I I, I will not argue about it. That's that's I I will take no further questions at this time. Right. Regional blackouts. Why are they still a thing? Right, exactly. And then friend of the podcast, Jules, put this perfectly. If I'm paying a certain amount of money for ESPN Plus, I should be getting every single game Mm -hmm. with no blackouts. Just like my Wi-Fi. I'm paying for good Wi-Fi, and it's (laughs) killing me right now. (laughs) 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's just, it, it, it's one of those things like it's 2023. This should still not be a problem where if you have blackouts in regions and it's like, if you're paying for a certain service, you should get the games. Cause even like NHL center ice, it was the platform to watch all hockey games. And it's they said it was region in it was out of it was out of market and in the region too. And it's like you you were able to get those games. Regional blackouts are stupid because it's like, oh, you gotta watch it on this certain thing. And it's like, okay, but if that certain thing isn't working, then you should be able to go to the subscription you paid for to get the games. Because me and Cat yeah. in the Carolinas, we're stuck. We have to watch it on Bally. And if Bally's down, we're at kind of SOL. And if you're like for you know, Bailey, you're in Colorado, you don't have that problem. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I, I get Kane's games. Like I could have watched the Kane's broadcast last night, but I, but, you know, was, was kind enough to help you guys with your predicament. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, that's just, and that's just the bonkers part of it. It's like, you have to go to other means to get hockey games and like, it should not be shiver me timbers, thing. but also it's- Bally it's in the middle of being <laughs> bankrupt. Why would you ever make that your default thing? Like, be like, oh, we're going to trust that a company that's bankrupt is going to be able to stream this with no issues, as they obviously have a track record of issues. But we're not going to have any backup plan in case they don't work. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, if you're paying a certain, like, I have that bundle thing for Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN where it's like $26 and some change a month to get all three. I'm paying this amount of money. Yeah, I could just get ESPN Plus by itself, which is still like I think like ten dollars. But it's like I'm paying this much per month to get this certain service, and I can't get the team that I want to watch because if not, then it's twenty dollars a month to watch said team. Yep. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not watching the Hornets. I'm not watching the Atlanta Dream and whoever else is on the app. No offense to them. No offense but... to them, but like I, if I'm getting Bally, I'm watching it for the Hurricanes because. Yep. That's what that like that's what we're, that's what this podcast is for. That's what we do here. Oh, it's really? Hurricanes, but it's just huh. like I just don't want to keep forking money to five, three or four or five different things just to be able to watch it. And now, like you know, cat with you, you have to get an account with Spectrum just be able to get Bally, which is insane. It's just. It, it's all in all, I just it, wanted it to be able to fact. watch our feed. I wanted to hear Mike and Trip talk about it. I wanted to just, you know, a calm little Thursday night sitting and watching a very stressful hockey game was made even more stressful because I couldn't watch that hockey game or I watched it with no sound because I yeah. didn't want to hear yeah. the Rangers feed. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and when you got, like, the wags, and especially, like, Steph Nason's wife, like I can't watch I would, my husband. Can you fix go, go, this issue? Going, going I would be pissed if I was like, I want to watch my husband play, literally do his job, and they're like, "Sorry, it doesn't work." I'd be so mad. I'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" And the second time in a week too. Yeah, like the, the two thing, games we're about to talk about, both games were a struggle to watch because of Bowie. And the crazy part is, it's not just hockey; it's all sports. Like no, like basketball, like football, like almost any Bally product you could not watch games for any sport and it's like think of all yeah. the millions of people who were not able to watch their teams because either it was not in the spn plus because they're in the region or their certain app was down it's like we should not be doing this in 2023 i'm sorry awesome. yeah and also they said they fixed the problem from the first time it went out when the phillies game was going on so like or philadelphia it's just 
Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it don't it, tell me you fix something and then it's not fixed. <laughs> That's and, even and, worse. And here's the thing. So certain football, I know certain NFL teams, like you're able, if you're on the app, on whatever i think it's mostly i think it's the phone because i don't know if it works on ipads or stuff like that but if you're on your phone you're able to watch the feed on the team's app from whatever broadcast they're on mm-hmm. like okay i would be okay if the hurricanes are able to stream the game on their app because they got the rights for it like that would like would i want to watch the game on my phone no but at least there's an avenue to go down if it doesn't work on Bally. At least, okay, I can watch the game here and stuff like that. So like, I think the NFL has doing it, doing a part where it's like, okay, you can at least stream the game on your phone. But for it hockey, is, it's like... It is nice that the Canes app, I will say, like, they have... Oh, it's perfect. I, I love, I love It's great. I love that they at least offer the radio feed so that I could hear exactly. when I was watching it from Bailey's. Uh, it was... I didn't want to hear. We were like failing me that we don't want to hear the Rangers feed, but I was no, able to I turn on Mike, Mike, and Trip, and it was a little bit behind, but it was still nice to hear them and yeah, like that's, the app give us that offer. Like that's yeah, great. that's the, the hurt. Yeah, like the minute the minute that Dan told us about the Hurricanes app, I immediately deleted my NHL one and I got the Hurricanes one because the Hurricanes one you can get the you can get scores from around the league, you can get the stand, you can get all the things you needed. From the NHL app, but now it's more cane centric because it's just all hurricanes. So I yeah, if you don't have a buy now, get it because you don't need your NHL app. Honestly, I would have ex- like it's a new app. Like I would very much, and I they did test it a little bit over the summer and like the end of last season. Um, but you know, for a new app, I would expect it to maybe have a few more bugs. Like they got to work things out. Um, it's working a lot better than the NHL app, and the NHL app has been around <laughs> a lot longer um yeah even updated and it's apparently not working so great so yeah uh props to dan and all the team for working on that app and getting it out to us for the season because it's coming clutch for a lot of us maniacs yeah most definitely but okay that's our because i know some people will ask us to kind of talk about bally we did nothing like i said mike there's nothing mike and trip can do there's nothing kane's bally the the admins can do they just run the account and do the highlights so at least we got highlights if you tweet at Mike and Trip with Bally's not working, just say, "Hey, we miss hearing your voices. Hope Bally's up soon." <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- appreciate our guys who are trying to just do their jobs. <laughs> In other news. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the uh, Flyers Rangers game, uh, so October did end well for the Hurricanes. They did finish the month three and zero in the last three games to close out the month, and they finished six and four in the month of October. So. Yeah. At least it ended more peacefully than the middle part of the month did. So there, there is that. Um, the Flyers game was. How would you guys describe the Flyers game? <laughs> I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I'm going to be honest. I didn't get to watch a lot of it. Valley was also down, <laughs> and I was out and about. So yeah. I was able to watch it, but I'm not saying how. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) yes yes uh overall it it was good to see the boys fight back oh absolutely tava got the game winning goal no no surprise that was his second game in a row we got the game winner did it against the sharks like not even a couple days before so he scored back-to-back game winners and scored four goals in three games so i mean Tavo's on a, on a run right now. <laughs> Stefan Nason's been on a little bit. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. seeing him kind of break out 
a little bit. Um, we we saw that him get the first goal of the game, um, which it's also nice too. Because if I'm not mistaken, that was Svechnikov's first point being back. Yes, that was his yeah. first so, point in his, in, in his yeah, second Nason, game. Yeah, Nason's been putting in work. Like that's he's a clear indicator of like you can make an impact wherever you are in the Absolutely. game. Absolutely, like fourth line guy that has been like had. His most consistent line mate right now has been Drury, but he's also been he'll be moved around sometimes his first line, sometimes and wherever he goes, he's like, I know my role and I'm gonna play it every time. Absolutely. And it works. Well, like he yeah. he helps other guys get points, goals, he might get a goal himself. Like he is the like definition of you know, hard work pays off. Like consistent hard work pays off. Yep. Because uh, because like I think there was a stretch where it was him, KK and Jarvis together. I think they got like what 17 points combined in three games between the three of them. So I mean, yeah, like just what like you said, Cal, like he's an instant he's an impact guy wherever he's at. And he, he get he's a play he's a playmaker who can get stuff done. Like we saw what he did with the Chicago Wolves when he was down there. He was really good when he was playing with them. He comes up here, yeah he's a "Quote unquote fourth line guy" because don't tell Rod that because he doesn't count him as lines, but <laughs> he's yeah he's playing well. Like for the fact that those three got seventeen points in three games, excuse me, it's absolutely wild. So yeah, having him down there was really good. So it's good to see him score. Like we said, Tavo got you know got a goal. Um, I think Freddie Anderson played really well after the first two goals and the first after the two goals they gave him in the first period against the Flyers. He basically stood out. Him and Hart for that entire like the last two Talk periods. Talk about goalies standing on their heads. That was all the credit to Carter Hart. That was a fantastic game for him. Here's the thing. He's like I, I keep telling people this, and Sam will appreciate it because we've talked about this too. Carter Hart is not a bad goalie. No. He just uh-uh. needs a team in front of him. They'll actually not let him get peppered fifty shots a game. If you give him, a, if you give him a, de- if Car, let's just say for the sake of argument, Car Hart was on the Hurricanes with the defense. I'll defense, take that. The, the defense, the, the defense is getting better. But if we're talking, let's say we're talking last year's Hurricanes defense or the last two years or however far you want to go back. The defense this year is getting better. But if you go back a little bit, Carter Hart. Vesna, like three years in a row, like the dude is a good goalie. If you just mm-hmm. get him, a, if you give him a competent defense, Car Hart is a great goalie. Oh yeah, I don't know why. People I, keep I will say, I thoroughly as as nervous as it made me with all the shots getting thrown in both directions. I enjoyed watching the saves that both of them put up. Oh, highlight real after highlight. I basically said this is a game for the goalie nerds. Because yep. all it was was them just stopping pucks left, right, and center. So it's like, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. If you're a goalie enthusiast, this was the game for you because it was a three, it was three, two, but it wasn't the dead puck era three, two, where it was yeah. boring. It was straight up wall to wall offense, guys making absolutely ridiculous saves all the time. And it's not as though they were making saves on bad shots. No, they were like a lot of high danger chances oh, and a lot of one. A lot of them. A lot of them were, it's like, okay, this is. Like these guys are literally goaling each other, and you're trying yeah. to figure, like it was like it was the next goal wins, and that's basically what it was. So it was a very tense other, game, but it was fun to watch. But oh yeah. my! On gosh. the other <laughs> end, as we talk about all the goals that Tavo is scoring, can we just talk about for a second? We're in the era where Tavo shoots first and Ajo's passes first now. Like if they literally, like, yeah, what happened? <laughs> they've kind of switched their roles, and it's it's interesting. I mean, granted, that's. I feel like I know Aho. One, it's because he's coming back a little bit from the, whatever injury he had. 
Yeah. Um, he's getting back into the lineup, but like Tavo is on a tear. Like he's like, okay, you guys wanted more from me last season. You've got it this season. And it's honestly great to see because he's getting some very high danger shots. Um, moving on a little bit to the game, the Rangers game is he had a great opportunity. Like Mike and Tripp were even saying he was right in front of the net there when we needed that uh, tying goal. And they were like, that's the guy you wanted on this, you wanted on this tape. Like that's the guy you want taking the shot. And it was a high danger chance. Um, so it's good to see him going, but it is interesting to see they switch roles a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. And the crazy part is like Corey Lavalette said uh, a few days ago that he had, Tava had eight goals in the month of October. That is the most he's had in any month of his career. Like he's already, like he's already at the point where he's four goals shy of matching last year's total in 68 games. Like that's how much of a hot start he's on right now. They's almost already matching last year's points or last year's goal total. Like, could we say that there might be a chance for a 20 to 25 or maybe more goals from Tampa Terravine this season with, with the starties on? I... No, his, mo- his most is 23, and that was back in 17, 18. Wouldn't so be he, upset he, about it. I mean, I don't, I don't know who would be upset about that. Like, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, he, like I said, he, he hit 23 back in his, I think, his second season. was it, His first season with the team was 23 goals. I can see him easily hitting 20. I can. We could see a career high in goals from Tava this year at 25. I can Absolutely. See it. Yeah, it no, and honestly, that. we. It, it's been a while since we've seen, seen Tava in this form. It's, just, <laughs> God. It, it, it's been a while since we've seen Tavo in this form. Um, mm. It's you're 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 seeing a guy who kind of had a little bit of a rough go at it last season come out and say I'm here I I'm I have the ability to score and I'm going to prove that um getting what was it uh four or five goals in two games if four, I'm, it was four. it was it was four goals in two games and that was the ha- the natural Hattie against the Sharks yep which the, can uh, we game, talk game about winner. I, I know we already talked about it last last podcast, but to talk mm-hmm. about how impressive not only did the natural Hattie happen, but on Tiranta too. I'm just I, I'm still so proud of them. Yeah, um, they accomplished yeah. that game. But Tavo has proven over the last few games that this is a different form of him that we're seeing. We're seeing Tavo at his highest. We're also seeing Tavo on a. Uh, contract ending year whereas next yep. year he, he he's got to kind of prove it um well, no, well, so then, far well, he I, is like he's like you want to throw me at center all right i'll do it too cool. like, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to play whatever you need me to play yeah because he is he is an unrestricted free agent after this season so there's a possibility that there could be a possible contract extension because he's 29 i believe so i mean you could get him for a good three or four year deal and figure out what the money is in time ta- we're not. We're probably not going to see in Sebastian Aho range, but I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking Kakeniemi or up to a five to five and a half for table. I mean, I think this kind of just goes along and proves too. It's um, as we've heard from Jarvis and we've heard from Martinuk is like the guys see, and I think you know with the way Table was last year. Again, he had a lot going on that a lot of people were kind of seeing him as a little bit of the weak link. 
that when it came to it, maybe he'd be a trade piece. And now he's like, um, I'm going to make a case for myself. Like you could say that on my off year, but this year I'm not going to give you room to talk. Like I'm going to prove that I have a spot on this team. Yeah. Like he's already pretty, he's, he's basically put the hurricanes in a spot where like you can't take him out of the top six. Cause everyone's like, Oh, well, when Svechikov comes back, you know, they might just throw K or they might throw Tavo back to the fourth line and, and Tavo's nope, like, you put Natchez down there. <laughs> That's a choice. <laughs> Completely different from what we uh-huh. talked about on Sunday. Um, so one last thing on table real quick. And Kane, Kane Statbrand, who's always amazing. Please follow them if you don't. Please. So uh so he had so he got the list. So this was send them all your Bally complaints, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Um so this so this tweet came up before last night's game against the Rangers. So if you listen to the podcast, it is coming out on the same day that we're recording because we did it this morning on Friday. So List of Hurricanes slash Whalers players to score at least eight goals in the first ten games of the season. This, this I think this is a, a solid, solid list. Uh, so Al Sims in nineteen eighty, Blaine Stoughton in nineteen eighty one, Jeff Sanderson in ninety three, and then you go, then you jump to two thousand one. Jeff O'Neill, Eric Stahl in two thousand five, and then you have to jump to twenty twenty two. And you're talking Andre Svechnikov, and then this season, one Mr. Tavo Teravainen. That is a fantastic list to join of guys who scored at least eight goals in the first ten games, and we've got mm-hmm. two. In, we got two in back-to-back seasons yes. with Svech and Tavo. So cannot beat that at all. Um, so before we move on to more stats, more news about the hurricanes and more just other things we kind of need to talk about in the episode we have to talk about our amazing sponsors and uh because bailey does have to leave a little early today she's pulling a cat she's got a dip because she's got a skate she has to get to i yeah um, stick and puck starts pulling, at 10, so pulling a cat meaning having other obligations it's not Whoops. a bad thing <laughs> never said it was but okay <laughs> Uh, so we are going to talk about our OG sponsor first, just for the sake of Bailey here. Uh, Bailey, Hi. can you talk about uh, <laughs> our amazing OG that is Prime West Hockey in a new facility? They're in a new, they're in the oh. same area, but they got a cool new space. Uh, check out their Wonderful. Instagram; it's very nice. It's a very cool building. Bigger Wonderful. spot for them. Yeah. So with that said, yeah, Primo Hockey, uh, BOGO 50% off all laces deal still going on. So if you guys are looking for some of those lace deals, head on over to PrimoXHockey.com. Uh, put some of those laces in your cart. If you're looking for some other things uh, in regards to tape, socks, pucks and balls, protective gear, wax, grips, blade, blade protectors, whatever your heart desires in terms of hockey-related gear and uh, equipment, They've likely got it. Like I said, put some things over in your cart and hey, use code SurgeCast at checkout for 20% off of your order. If online shopping maybe isn't your thing, like Zach said, they have a brand new facility. Uh, go check out their Instagram to get a little bit more information on that. But um, they do have skate sharpening in warehouse. $5 skate sharpening seems like a pretty good deal to me. Mm-hmm. Let them know the Surgecast sent you. Um, I'm sure that'll start a great conversation for you guys. They are big Canes fans over in Raleigh. They are a Raleigh-based hockey shop. If you're going to support hockey locally, Go support Primo X Hockey. Like I said, Surgecast, code Surgecast, 20% off your order online. Um, great group of guys over there. We really appreciate all their support. 
Yeah, no, 100%. I do have to say, like, the wax, they have ones that where it's, like, a scented, and they're, like, like, like There's like, a waffles. scented waffle wax. I just saw that, and I was like, Those are really nice. Huh? I, the glow-in-the-dark one looks really cool, but I get the waffle one myself. But, yeah, no, they amazing, great stuff over there. Yeah, just, they've been with us for now. This is our 98th episode. They've been with us the entire time, so big shout-out to them. Oh, um, yeah. The next sponsor we got to talk about is DraftKings. Um Hopefully we'll get an AHL one here soon, guys. I know we're still waiting on it ourselves, but, you know, got to talk about a great sponsor, like I said, which is DraftKings. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is look, hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day, this October or November, since we're now officially in the month of November. Um, if you're looking for a certain game to look for in terms of money lines and spreads and all that stuff, I have to say the New Orleans Saints against the Chicago Bears one, the money line, the Saints are a minus 395. The Bears are plus 310, but then if you're looking at the spread, the New Orleans Saints are actually favored by eight and a half points, and that is a minus 108. Um, over under is set at 41 and that is a minus 110. So, uh, there's a bunch of other games too. And there's all, all a bunch of other sports, but there's, if there's certain ones you're looking for, you have to go to DraftKings. Um, and then get in touch, get in on the game day at a uh, greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly on bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boo Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. License, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources and our last sponsor we got to talk about they are back for the month of november and that is raycon and cat please talk about our next sponsor yeah of course so it may be too early it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays um i don't know i feel like the first of november is a great time to start putting up some christmas decorations (laughs) um but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare Especially we can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because of their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Um, You've heard us and our fellow podcasts on THPN talk about Raycon products before. Um, And they're talking about their Black Friday sale. I honestly have been looking for some. I love my over-the-ear headphones, but um, for kind of some casual going out needing some headphones to put in real quick. I have been actually looking for some new headphones. So the uh, Raycon in-ear, I've been um, comparing them with some other, you know, Apple and all of them. 
Um, and the Raycon ones, I mean, they've got that hot deal with the 20 to 50% off products right now. I'm tempted. Um, but you can see all of their products, whether you're looking for the in-ear over the air. They've also got, they've made it that Raycon has first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32 hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. But also in the past year, they've expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Um, if you're wondering what these are, as I was, uh, their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100 watt power delivery. And their faucet filter ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth. You know, it's actually clean. Um, I mean, who doesn't love charging your phone extra fast when you're on the go? Like, you're like, I got to plug this in really quick. I'm on the go. Gotta love that. Also, who doesn't love clean water? You never know what your water's like until you get actually clean water, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half price of other premium tech brands. Again, already half price, and then they have this like early Black Friday sale. Go check it out. Um, it's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, they're Raycon is currently offering, again, 20% off everything on their site with the select products up to 50% off. Black Friday is hitting a little early, guys. Um, so beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on the Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Yes. So big thank you to Raycon. Welcome back for another month. So we're uh, very excited to talk about them some more. Um, Bailey, I know you got to go for your stick and pluck. Hope you have fun. Thank um, you very much. I'm hoping not to get on Al Peterson's bad side. So let me go not do that and have fun with the rest of the episode, guys. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yep. Uh, we'll see you for the next one, of course, when it's episode 99 of THPN. So but have fun, Bailey. Talk to you later. Bye. See you. Bye. All right. So, um, Brad Burnamore got another milestone. Who could have seen? I mean, are you really surprised, Cat? I mean, nope. it's Brad. It's Brad Brendamore. So, as the bench boss, his next milestone is the fact that he improved to at the time uh, from Angel Public Relations two hundred thirty-two, now one hundred and twelve in thirty-seven because of the loss last night to the Rangers, uh, with five hundred and one career points as a head coach in three hundred and eighty games, which the original stat was two thirty-two, one eleven, thirty-seven. Um, the only head coaches that required fewer games to reach the 500-point milestone uh, was Dan Bilesma at 370 games, Don Cherry at 377, and Till Blake at 379. So uh, Rod Burnmore is in some elite company with coaches being able to get 501 points. Um in 380 games or less. So congrats to Rod on that amazing milestone. You love to see it. This is why he's on that list. Everyone wants him, dude. Everyone wants him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fourth fastest coach to ever ever get 500 points as, you know, the bench guy. So there you go. 
Um, so other news uh, we have to talk about is that Paul Stastny officially retired um, after 17 NHL seasons. Uh, just a couple he hinted at ago. it at the end of the last season because um, mm-hmm. everyone was wondering, you know, is he going to come back to the Canes? And then we didn't hear. You know, we saw Stepan retired, and it was kind of like, okay, what what's going to happen with Stastny? Haven't heard anything, but he had hinted that he was going to talk to his family and take time and figure out if he wanted to come back to the game. Um, so now we have official word that he's retired, and honestly, we will. Carolina fans will just have fond memories of Stasny as he got us some very incredible goals um, at very few times, especially in playoffs. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it was like seventy-three regular season games, and like you said, in the playoffs, it was he. I think he was the one that he ended the uh, Islander series, actually. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. With that very, very hard angle shot. Yep. Just honestly, he was the definition of throw it at the net and good things will happen. Yeah. There you go. I mean, like you said, throw on a net. Who sees? You miss. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. He did. I mean, Carolina doesn't have that problem. Um, we miss hundred. We miss ninety five percent of the shots we do take. Um, but it was great to see. I mean, yeah, Sassany was definitely our hero there. So um, we wish him the best of luck. Um, many people are, like Stepan, most people are saying it's probably not going to be the last we see of him in the hockey world. We just won't see him on the ice in a sweater again. Yeah. So love to see that we are the last ones he got to rock the sweater with. Most definitely. Uh, a lot of people know him from when he was with the uh, Avalanche because he played the most games there. I think it was like over 500 or something like they were close to. Whatever. It. Um, Whatever. No, this is not an avalanche podcast. Move on, Zach. <laughs> no, but um, I I feel like you said, okay, I think we're going to see him in a different aspect of things because we saw with with uh, Derek Stepan. He's with the Minnesota Wild in some form of fashion. Um, I think we'll probably see the same thing for Paul Stassi too at some point. Um, one quick thing we got to talk about uh, before we move on to more Hurricanes related stuff. Um. We are seeing more Nick and Wrist guards actually um, mm-hmm. its way into the not just the NHL but in the hockey world in general. Uh, the WHL, the Western Hockey League in Canada, uh, is going to start mandating all their players wear uh, Nick and uh, Nick and Wrist guards. I know the EIHL, which is the Elite Hockey League in the UK, they're mandatory. Manda- they're going to mandate their guys to do it too. Um, I think the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins got their guys to do it. I know a few other teams are starting to implement those as well. The Canes, the Canes were practicing with some wrist guards on during just like being like, Hey, this is, let's see how these go. Like we want to mm-hmm. do this. You have to see um, a couple guys across the league. were wearing them. Um, yeah, most I, know. Recently, I know Eric, Eric Carlson for the Penguins. Uh, wore yeah. Practice. And um, TJ Oshie was seen wearing his. Um, and it's also, it was his brand, right? He has a brand. Yes. Yes, yeah, so um, it is. Let me jump back because I think it was Jules that actually told us about. Yeah, while you while you look that up, so he had a quote for people because, of course, people are asking him about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the quote from Oshi was, "We're grown men. You can make your own choices. I made my choice for my kids. I want to stick around for them. I'm just trying to decrease the chance of injury." And honestly, I you know I hadn't really seen a lot of what like neck guards look like. They just look like turtlenecks. Um, yeah, so, yeah. and if they're, if they're pretty breathable and you already got all that other, I mean, equipment on, I, I don't really see the downside of wearing them. I see more, a lot more of an upside, especially if they're like, they're not restricting your movement and they're just there for some extra security. Yeah. Um, I, I'm all for them. I, it, yeah. it seems like a good idea. Again, it's not 
some of them are mandating them. I think the NHL is just open, like they're presenting the players the opportunity to at this moment. Um, yeah, the and other a lot of teams are like, "Hey, we have this available." I I would think it's a smart move if it's if it's nothing too extra, like adding to your what your jersey and everything. I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, so the company is the War Road Hockey Company, um, which is TJ Oshie's, and. Um, Joel said that what he was wearing is their base layer shirts that has the neck as well. So I mean, guys are already wearing material underneath their jerseys that are cut proof. So it's basically just like an extra skin, but it's just material that's really sucked onto their body. So, I mean, you could easily, like I know in the eighties and nineties, there were some neck guards that were basically bulky and they're just very uncomfortable. And that's what the players are talking about is just, it's the, it's the comfort, it's the comfortability factor that they're worried about with the neck and neck and uh, wrist guards. Um, but like you said, TGO, she's got his own company. It looks like the, it's just, it's, it's one of their normal shirts, but they have the neck attached to it to like the shirt. So it's like a turtleneck. We'll, kind of we'll just have to prevent, we'll just have to convince Jarvis to wear something with an actual neckline to it. instead of his long, Cut-offs. his, his tank tops that go, that are very <laughs> the lowest of scoop necks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, because I know a lot of guys were talking about wrist cards too. Because Evander Kane missed a lot of games last year because his wrist got, wrist got slashed. So, yeah, we, we'll probably see more guys doing that. Um, I think right now it's like for the NHL, it's more of a we're going to let guys do it if they want to. Um, while you're seeing some minor leagues more so going into it, the this is a mandate, and that's why I think Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick talked about on Thirty Two Thoughts was it's they got to do it at a grassroots level. And Mike and Shane even talked about it too in the latest Canes cast. It's got to be more of the of the grassroots, farther down in like the peewees and stuff like that. Have them start doing it there, so that by the time they get to the NHL or wherever they go, I mean, it's, they're more it's also, used to it. Yeah, but it's also good if we can get the NHL guys on it because you know, the oh, yeah, guys no, no, joining the game, they want to emulate the guys that are in the game. And so if you're already a well, like you know, people look up to Ajo's fetch. Oh, like if you get those guys being like, yeah, I'll wear that. Then that, I mean, you're not going to see a lot of the guys coming up being like, Oh, why are they wearing that? That's so old. like, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I want to be like them. That's smart. Um, oh, no, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah. It, you want to see guys do that too. But then I see where they're, all the other guys are coming from too. It's like, you've got to start it somewhere. This is probably the best place to start it at. So that way, but when you keep going off the system, you're used yeah. to having to wear it and, and like I said, you see it. The WHL's done it. These the EIHL's done it, and all that stuff too. So I mean, it's just yeah. And I'm all again, all for it. You know, like when something happens, it just becomes more and more obvious that like you know that's a risk. Is of course um, just you know a week after we saw, um, I think it was Budis. Gosh, I love to dislike that guy. Um, he threw a he threw a hit, not a bad hit um, on. Uh, what Gudis is on the, the Ducks. Coyotes. He's on the no. Ducks. Yeah, he's on, he's on, he's on the Ducks. They were playing the Coyotes. He's on the yeah, Ducks. He, yeah, he threw a hit on a on a Yotes player, and just the momentum of it brought Gudis on over top his of the body. other over yeah. his body, and those skates were very very close to the other guy's head. So um, it was just one of those another wake up call of like, at any moment it could be very close. So. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it was for the protection. Yeah, I think it was Lacko. I forget his first name now. For the Bruins, he actually caught a he actually caught a skate right by his eye, and his eye was like swollen shut. So yeah, there's already some guys who've gotten cut this year outside of what happened to Adams. So I mean, yeah, it, it, 
I think it's going to get to the point where you're, where you're probably going to see um, where this might become more of a thing now, especially like you said, if the material is more breathable, it's more comfortable for the guys. Cause the, like I said, that's what they're worried about is the comfortability factor. If it works, if it's not really impeding your neck movement and you're able to like breathe in it and it's just one little, it's, it's just wearing a turtleneck in a sense, then I don't see the reason not to do that because we want these guys to live. We want to make sure that you give them to their families and stuff like that. Cause it's already a dangerous sport. Like just, just add an extra thing. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Like, honestly, like it's, to me, it's like wearing a seatbelt in the car. Like it's, it's kind of like you need it. Like not yeah. if the situation arises, it's better to have it than to not have it. Yeah. Um, cause I know a lot of people joke about, Oh, cause they're wearing knives on their knife feet. Yeah, they are. Yeah, there is there is a there is a danger factor to it still. Speaking of a danger factor, we gotta talk about the Rangers game. Oh, we gotta talk uh, more about the Rangers game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, well, there's a couple of things to note about it. Um, at the end of the game, we had a couple of people note that um, as much as we've talked about how great, well, we had a switch up. Of course, we have to talk about the lines. We switched up a little bit. You got fourth line Natchez, which is. Interesting. Um, we I, all thought yeah. maybe it would be maybe it would be bunting. Um, yeah, yeah. Fourth line Natchez, which he still I I saw him all over the game. So whether he was fourth line or not, his impact was still there. Um, but it was also pretty interesting that we had, which also little note about Natchez. Sorry, taking another little detour. Little note about Natchez is uh, he has been recorded as having the largest number of fastest speed bursts mm-hmm. more than McKinnon, which yes, that's I, a fast dude. He is a fast dude. So I think from what the Canes put out on their socials was, uh, yes, uh, his max, he, yeah, most bursts of 22 miles per hour plus in the league with 15 and his max speed this year so far, 23.54 miles per hour. Yeah, so he is uh, he is a very fast dude. And yeah, 15 so, speed I mean, of 22 plus. We he, have he, the all-star fastest skater. But <laughs> if you're a Canes fan, you're like, he's not even the fastest skater on our team. Because you've got Natchez there, which obviously we were like, he's the obvious choice for this. Um, and then if you made the all star, yeah. If you made the all star, and then we also have Chatty, <laughs> who you've we've seen time and time again smoke guy getting back for a puck. Um, uh, in 20 in the 2022 21 22 season, 20 and the 22 23 season, he's the third of all the blue liners who exceeded 18 miles an hour. Yeah, uh, like and that was, I think that was that was Jay Fresh, right? That put it on Twitter, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, safe to say we have a lot of fast guys on this team. <laughs> <laughs> we we have speedy team. We play nonstop defense, but we're speedy <laughs> when we want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. So yeah, I mean, everyone's like Andre Sveshikov win the fastest gear competition. At first, everyone's like, "What? He's not even our fastest guy." And then he wins it. You're like, "Okay." Like there, you thought there's... he got yeah. You thought he got put in there as kind of a joke because like that wouldn't have been what we would have thought for Svech. But you mean, Svech you mean was like, "All right, I'll represent." You mean Nietzsche's? No, Svetch. I wouldn't have put Svetch in that competition. I would have put him in a different competition instead of fastest yeah. skater. And yeah. then they put him in fastest skater, and it was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You thought Nietzsche I would have put Natchez in fastest skater. I would have put Svetch yeah. in something else, but he was in there and he dominated. So, I mean, 
Yeah. And like and like Seth Jarvis, he's speedy F boy. <laughs> we, we just we just got speed, speed, and more speed, apparently. Um yeah, the Rangers game was it's it was stressful because most of us couldn't watch it from the get-go, which is yeah. That's one okay. stress. Then your second stress is you're playing the Rangers, which is always stressful because honestly, you're just wanting all the guys to come out in one piece. Um, oh, 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 well, apparently the Hurricanes are a more dirty team than the Rangers, apparently, because we have five penalties to their two. And, you know, apparently you know, our guys are just trying to take out their players. Like, Sebastian Ajo is not a dirty player. Both guys just didn't. You even have Biz defending it. Like, it, I. You know, you, you see what you want to see in the play. I'm gonna say Aho was playing, standing pretty stand, like he. There's, I don't it, even see his leg any sort of outside the was, line of his it was, hips it was or his body. It was accidental contact. Both guys didn't want to give up that particular part of the ice, and the way Fox's leg was out before they collided. It is what it is. It's a hockey play, and people are acting like, oh well, if he, uh, if he Aho doesn't get suspended and Fox is out for an extended period of time, it's a joke, and it's like. But your captain literally put Seth Jarvis out for a while, and people wanted to try to defend that or true. But and it's has, not even. But it's not even us. Like I'm. I'm he's done I to everybody. Gladly, I will gladly pull other other teams. The, I'm sure the Penguins will agree with us, as he took out Crosby. Um, he went after. He took out Timo Meyer. He's taken out multiple dudes. Like it's not just us. So I yeah. don't. And and for. I understand coaches coming to their defense. I don't think Lavalette, I think he was stoking the fire a little bit with that because that was not an egregious hit. If anything, it was the most accidental. Um, I also don't agree with many of the takes um, and their captain coming to say like, well, I have to answer for my hits. I, he just didn't want to answer for his hit because it wasn't a hit. It was an accidental contact that and- why would you, why would you try to get into a fight, injure yourself and get p- potential penalty minutes for a star player? when you didn't actually intend to do anything there. Yeah, and and Truba has to answer for his fights because he literally knocks dudes out. Like, his hits are more violent and more head going for headshots more than anything else. I really don't And saying, like, there needs to be a a consequence for an accidental hit, like, you should be suspended for something accidental, is kind of a joke. Like, you can't compare that to, if I'm running full force at a guy intending to knock him on his ass... For for the sake of the game, to to make him know we're here, to potentially get penalty minutes, make him fight, all of this stuff, that's that's a mental game there, of course. But like to be just skating a lane, and a, you and a guy collide, and you're like, okay, well he needs to answer for that. Be like, well then everyone okay. everyone would be fighting all the time in hockey because oh my gosh, you run into each other all the time. <laughs> and this is the thing that really annoys me, and I've talked about on other podcasts too, is the fact we got to stop with these fights on clean hits. Like this year, last year was just an absolute egregious joke of how many fights there were for the fact that there was a lot of clean hits and there was a fight. Okay, your dude got blown up. You can't tell in the moment, but at the same time, you have to be like, okay, that wasn't a headshot. He got up. He's fine. Or he might be a little bit slower to get up, but he's not injured. He just got hit because he was in a particular spot where it, it just happens. I'm, I'm tired of fights on clean hits because it slows the game down and it's just unnecessary. And then trying to call I'm, for a try to call for a suspension on an accidental contact is so dumb. Like if you want to call, if you want to suspend or or complain about something that wasn't called, let's talk about Brad Marchand can opening 
<laughs> Timothy Lilligren in the Bruins Leafs game, in the for the fact that he got basically thrown into the boards feet first after having a stick behind his legs and almost partially slew footed at the same time. Oh, and Wes McCauley was looking right at it, didn't call it at all. And Lilligren could be out for a while. That's something you could complain about because that was, or, that was you know that was, an actual an actual suspension for something that's actually intentional that is actually like you know you're not supposed to be doing it. I mean, oh, you, you mean, oh, you, mean you mean you mean Rasmus Anderson against Patrick Line who re, he literally jumped. Well, I was also talking about Charlie McAvoy literally elbow, literally lifting and elbowing shouldering the guy in the head, and so then he gets of course he gets suspended and he gets a call for that because you're not supposed to do that, and it was very obviously intentional. Like he had to raise. His arms too. to do that, yeah, and so that's that's suspension. a suspension because you got caught doing something you're not supposed to be doing. It wasn't like uh, like if he had just run into him, it's different. You could see his body go up to actually hit him. Like that's he was that's not what Aho does. You look in the picture, and Aho is standing there, literally standing there, and and you know he was trying to make a play, maybe go around him. Maybe he thought Aho was going to move. I don't know, but. Fox's body is at a weird angle. His leg is stuck out. And so if one person is going to get more injured in that, it's probably going to be the one with their leg in a weird angle. So I don't think, you know, I think it's a, I would have been upset also if our player had been injured in that, but I can also tell the other player didn't intentionally do it. Like yeah. not everything against you is intentional. Like and I, and I know we had some high sticks in the game. High sticks also aren't always intentional. They're trying to get the pot. Like it's not, it's, for someone, I'm sorry, this is my mini rant <laughs> as we start to wrap up. I don't understand the mindset that if you have a player on your team that is known for being a very physical player that does stuff, whether it's clean or not, that injures other people, and you applaud it, that when something turns around and happens back to your team, whether it be intentional or not, that you call for blood. Like you, you you can't have it both ways. You can't applaud the physicality coming from your team. And then if for some reason if there's physicality against your team, you you're not okay with it. Like it's yeah. It, yeah. It, sorry. It, it, that is, no, no, you're I good. mean, I know I know we're not gonna reason with the Ranger fans. I understand it. We're not. Yeah. Um again, we even had biz on our side. Like that's crazy. And uh it, 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 there's a there's a lot of people that said that that wasn't intentional, it was accidental. It's just the fact that Rangers fans are calling out for stuff like that when they literally have Truba as their captain and all the stuff that they do. It's like spare me. They're just, also asking for Aho to be injured. Like they were asked, they literally were talking about. I hope he gets injured this game. Like that's crazy. Like I I'm sorry. I as much as I don't like how Truba plays, I've never asked for him to be injured. I've asked for him to be kicked out of the game. But I've never asked for him to actually be injured because I don't want to wish harm on someone else in a game where you can already easily be like that's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, and the fact, um, the, fact that, the fact that people are saying this after what happened to Adam Johnson, shut up, just shut up. I'm 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 so tired of these takes of like, all right, let's go and let's. I hope our guys injure somebody. Like, just you can sit and spin on it for all I care. I understand standing up for your player. I don't. I never am down for the intent to injure kind of retaliation. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, um, it's it's, a, it's yeah. a stupid mindset. It's a stupid mindset. All right. Uh, so I wish that on. I wish that yes, I wish the game had ended better. It, it started very stressful, of course. It's always stressful playing the rags. Um, I, I don't know how that was. Anderson, Anderson, 
Anderson played amazing. Somebody tell me how that's not icing. That's literally a definition of icing is trying to just shoot the puck down to the other end. Like, did they think just because we had no goalie and we had extra men that we were on a power play? Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, Rod no was sense not that Rod, wasn't icing. Was, Rod was not happy. Yeah, Rod was not happy about that, and I can't blame him. That was stupid. That's literally the definition of icing. I'm sorry. That's the easiest call in the world because it literally came off their stick and went all the way down the ice, and we were the first to touch it. Even our yeah. player, our players slowed up because they thought it was icing. Like, it was not even, yeah. not even a question. Anyway, yeah. Anderson played amazing that game. Um... Honestly, most of the boys, we had such great presence in that game, even with a little bit of the lines, a little weird. Um, yeah. Honestly, the only the yeah. only notice thing we notice and other people notice is that um, Turbo, guys that have been playing phenomenal, Turbo, Jarvis, KK, um, some of them had a little bit less minutes, which is kind of weird. And, like, the line switch-ups, you know, we, we love Rod Blinden more, but we've also been playing really well. So I don't yeah, that- always understand the line switch-ups, especially on a – Metro against a Metro divisional like rival. Yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah, you're on a three game. You're you're playing really good hockey right now, and it's I understand you want to get Svech back in the top six, but it's like you, for me, it's like why would you break up the top line of Tara Vine and Aho Jarvis who've been playing well together, and then you know what Svechikov can bring for you when it's him. KK and Nietzsche's like, if you really wanted to do that, you could. And it, it still makes no sense to me how that worked out where it's, all right, let's just fix something that didn't really, really needed to be fixed. Uh, I, for- I, yeah, I, I understand you got to put him somewhere. I love to see Spetch back up there. Uh, I just don't understand some of the limited some less minutes for some guys that have been playing really I, well. I think because I think lot I think I think it was Lavalette that pointed it out. He said that they that KK had the had like six minutes and thirty six seconds or something like that, but he had three of the Hurricanes' eight high danger chances, but he played less time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if this if KK's firing on all cylinders, and this is one of our topics we want to talk about too, he is literally before the Rangers game had ten points in ten games. Who like who here thought that he would be leading the team in points by the end of October? Jules. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that's different. <laughs> Dub, it's Jules. But my, my point being is, who else would have thought that? Probably not a lot of people. So it's just, it's mind-boggling to me how the guys who are producing, and you, like you talk about Tavo. Tavo literally leads the team in, with eight goals. How is his ice time less? And like you said, Jarvis. Jarvis scored the only goal of the game, which was a power play goal, and now he's tied with KK for like the the best friends of Jarvis and KK lead the team in points after eleven games, and they both have ten. Like he also got bumped down the line, like he was the goal scorer, and he got bumped down off his line. It I don't know. Uh, it was just it was just you know, in Rod we trust, um, but I also no, of course, hundred you know, percent. I understand. I also understand that he. You might be trying some things. We're still at the beginning of the season. So you got to be trying some things. You got stretch back. Totally understand. I understand that. I don't understand the choices. <laughs> but, yeah, it, you know, it'll it, as long as it works out at the end of the year, that's fine. I yeah. I will just be confused until then. <laughs> there there's definitely some games where you're it's it's one of those games like last year and the year before and the year before you're looking at it going like why was this a thing? 
And like I, and like you said, we he has all, a questionable. We, he has a questionable blending game every now and then. Just, yeah, just we, we everyone knows. Everyone knows we love Rod Brennan on the podcast. That's not a surprise. It's just like you said. There's sometimes you're like, huh, that's something, but okay, it's it, it is what it is. You move on with it. But you know what? What can you do? But yeah, KK's playing. Playing. I've been loving how he's been playing this year. He's been phenomenal. Like I said, led the team in points at the end of October with ten and ten games. Potentially, we could see another. He we saw a career out of him last year. Who knows? We probably could see another one the way he's playing right now. If he keeps himself, I can see it happening. He's on a. I'm going to keep proving you wrong. Like it's, he's already in the year two of his eight year deal, and he's playing phenomenal. Just also, like how Tebow is too. Last bit too, because I didn't get to address it in our last couple of pods. I do not have a problem with number 77, Tony D'Angelo. I do not have a problem with him as a person. He does not play the type of hockey that I personally, my opinion, prefer. I am a defense girly. I love the goalies. I love the pure defensive defensemen. My preference. You know, we, we all have different tastes. You you might like mustard more than ketchup. Like, it's just, it, it's whatever you taste. Me observing that he did not cover defensively on a play does not mean I have anything personally against him. It just means that's what happened that I saw. <laughs> if I say that over other defensive plays, maybe it's because the one I'm pointing out led to something against us, a.k.a. maybe a goal, maybe almost a goal, you know. My statement isn't incorrect to say that he missed a defensive assignment that led to a goal. There's nothing wrong with that statement. It's actually true. Me pointing out his mistake doesn't mean I dislike him. It just means I dislike what happened from it. <laughs> because as a defensive person, I'm going to point out the defensive liabilities. Just as I point out that Slavin really doesn't have any, and I will point out most of the time when he does really good defensive plays, it's the same thing. It's just opposite because one is better at defense than the other. I, If he has a really good – honestly, if Tony does more offensive things that as we want him to do, great. Love it. I just haven't seen all of, all of the offense balance out the defensive errors in my opinion. Yeah. But my opinion, but my my statements, they're not they're not wrong. Saying he missed someone on defense that led to a goal, it's not wrong because it's true. Whether you tell me that it was Jarvis's man at the end that scored or not, the guy that passed it to him was, was probably Tony's man. So it's not. Yeah. Anyway, um, that being said, I hadn't had anything else to say about him the rest of the game because he had played really well. And he was, I, I know it said he was partnered with Orlov to start. By the time that I could actually watch the Valley feed, it looked like he was with Shea most of the time. Um, yeah, it, it, so, it, basically, everyone outside of the top D pair got switched around in all the forward pairs. So, Which is great because, honestly, 7 and 77, for their, for their uh, skills, should not be – Paired together, because in my opinion, that's like a jelly jelly sandwich instead of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. In my opinion, I think Chatty and Shay cover them both very well, and I think it makes their play. I think it elevates their play to have those type of defensive partners rather than each other. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've been wanting to say that for a while. 
Um, All good. Um, one last quick apparently thing. Apparently, it was it was godsend for us not to be able to watch the beginning of the game because to see seven and seventy seven would have stressed me out. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So one last thing we just got to touch about. It's nothing like super in depth. We got to talk about it. It's just this is a thing that did happen. Uh, Vasily Ponomarov has been activated off. He's the not injured, injured anymore. Great. He, he, he's he's <laughs> been he's been activated off the injured reserve list. So he is officially back. But he has been loaned out to the Tucson Roadrunners of the AHL, which is the Arizona Coyotes affiliate. So he is back. He has he is assigned to a team. He is going to be in the AHL, which we all kind of thought he would be because you can't go from basically missing all of training camp, all of preseason, in the first eleven games of the year, and expect to be playing in the NHL. He is going to have to get some reps, game time, and all that stuff. And you know he's got he's got a spot. It's not Springfield like the other guys. It's not insert team here that we've seen some players are. But he is with the Tucson Roadrunners, part of the Arizona Coyotes organization out there in the AHL. Uh, and speaking of AHL real quick, though, Pierre Kachukov with another shutout. I think he's already got three on the season for the Syracuse Crunch. So Piotr's playing absolutely out of his mind hockey right now. Um, and Dylan Cogden got an OT winner for Springfield uh, last week. So our guys are playing very well in the AHL right now, and uh, hopefully we see more of that as the season goes on. Um so that will wrap up this episode. Not a super long one. Um, unfortunately, just with time scheduling and all that stuff, Bailey had to leave early. Cat's got to do a thing. Actually, I got some errands I got to run today too, but we, we want to get the episode done earlier this morning so we can get all our stuff we need to get done for today and get this episode out before the Islanders game tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on Friday, hope you had a great Friday. Hopefully you have a great weekend. Before we officially go, though, Cat, where can people find you on the socials? On Twix, you can find me at Katie Chick. Oh my god! <laughs> and then on uh, TikTok, all the fun things uh, is going to be KBT Hunter at or sorry, KBT Hunter seventy four. <laughs> I was like, don't forget the number. <laughs> I know, I know. It's one of those. Never it's forget the number. Points. Never forget um, the number. <laughs> and so, of course, that's where you can find me. I will fill in for Bailey now. That where you can find the search cast. Insert graphic here. Yep. On Twix, Instagram, YouTube, you can find us, obviously, at the SearchCast. All the same. Look, we have the same domain on everything, so it's very easy to find us. Um, in our link tree. Don't forget the link trees in the bios on Instagram and X. Yeah, if you have any, you know, if you can't figure out the name... Go to the link tree and you can find all the links. Well, that's but, well, that's that's check out the the website for you know hockey podcast network. And okay, yes, of po- course. Yes, where yes, where yes. to find the podcast and all that stuff? So no, yeah, it's this is just um speaking of our amazing uh, speaking of our amazing network. Make sure to check out the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. They got podcasts for every single team in the NHL. Uh, some teams have multiple. Some teams might have one. So if you want to go check out other podcasts, please do. Everyone's amazing over the podcast network. Um, they we do a couple. Li- there's a couple of live streams for every game. Like if you're interested in a team, there's um, a lot. We, we've been doing a lot of live streams. Watch over some there. live streams. Yeah, Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. Make sure to go subscribe, hit that notification bell for them as well, because there are going to be some live streams for all these different games and stuff like that from different podcast hosts that are doing those as well. Um, we also have originals. Terry Ryan's got a podcast from Shorzy. Um, we also got college hockey and all this other good stuff too, and, and more so league wide rather than just maybe just a team specific. 
Also got league wide as well. So make sure to check those out. Um, did you do Bailey's socials? Yeah, no? if you want to find Bailey, it's on Twix. It's Bailey Curtis with two Y's. Go check her out. <laughs> uh, yeah, what does she what does she write for zach you love to talk about what you guys write for who does she write oh my for gosh. uh yeah oh so for her, her instagram real quick it's bailey lynn curtis her writing stuff is fph eagles where she talks about the colorado eagles who are the affiliate of the avalanche over there at field pass hockey make sure you go check that out for me you can find me on twitter at one true zach that's only true zach, zach. it's spelled not the out number one it's not the number one stop it you is did a lot but of- it's spelled out <laughs> you did this last episode and i'm not gonna let you do this again <laughs> find me on instagram at zachar martin 22 more of the hobby stuff we're gonna go check that out as well music D, all that good stuff um, if you want to find my writing, I cover the Greenville Swamp Rabbits of BCHL over at Field Pass Hockey as well. He writes hockey, guys. <laughs> That's FPH Swamp Rabbits if you want to check that out. I also do a podcast with Matt Harding, who is the Wichita Thunder writer. Um, it's called The Coast Cast. It's more of a ECHL league-wide show. Uh, if you want to go check that out, it is the underscore coast underscore cast on Twitter if you want to go check that out. And there's links for all the podcasts over there as well i also write for the hockey writers just dropped an article today actually this morning talking about things that happened in october that i thought it was very interesting there are some players that were mentioned and even the special teams that the hurricanes have been playing pretty well so far this season uh you want to go check that out at the hockey writers uh on twitter and then you know the hockeywriters.com. i have a personal link in my twitter bio uh where you can find my author page to find all the articles that i've been running over there talking about your Carolina Hurricanes. And uh, I can officially say that my first game as press will be uh, Thursday, November 30th of this month against the New York Islanders. So I'll be up there at the end of the month doing my first ever game as press. So if you see me there, come say hi and all that good stuff. But Kat, I think it's uh, I think it's time for us to go. You know, mm-hmm. get to enjoy the rest of our Friday and get to enjoy our weekend and uh, hopefully see the boys take a dub all over the Islanders tomorrow on Long Island before they come back home to play. I think it's the Sabres Monday or t- I think it's Monday or Tuesday. One of the two. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So either way, hopefully they beat the boys on I mean, Long Island. Really, we have an undefeated home record right now. So we, we very much do. But until next week for episode 99 of the surge cast, which would be, which would be episode 20 of season three. I'm Zach. So close to a hundred. We are. And uh, we might have some really cool graphics, maybe hinting at who our guests might be, but I guess you're going to have to stay tuned on uh, X slash Twitter. Not the other thing that cat calls it. (sighs) If you want, if you want to know what those updates are, because we are very excited for our guests for episode 100. But I guess you're going to have to wait for another show or two to get until we get there. But until, like I said, next week for episode 99, which is season three, episode 20 of the Surge Cast, I'm Zach. I'm Kat. And for Bailey, who had a weaver, we will see you here. We'll see you here next time. Bye.